it's still real to me, damn it! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. My name is Cam Porter. With me, as per usual, my amazing co-host, Michael Zampino. Uh, no, pause. no pause at all. Uh, no pause at all this time. I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk about wrestling. That's specifically, right. WrestleMania five all from th- April 2nd, 1989. <laughs> all three hours all, and 40 minutes. All almost four hours. Now, since this is WrestleMania... We do have a special That's guest. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a big round of applause. Wherever you are, in your car, at your office, just start clapping like a moron. If you're in your car, clap safely. Safely. Clap like one hand on a leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're in your office or work or somewhere, just start clapping like crazy for Mr. Evan Hughes. Thank you. Thank you. It's Yay. good to be here. Yeah, right. Maybe a safe a safe, uh, uh, like driving clap would be like, clap, hands on wheel, clap, clap. hands on wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Pack or you forth. know what? Just honk. Just, yeah, just, yeah, just, just a start series honking. of honks. Just a series of honks. That'll <laughs> maybe in a rhythmic pattern, yeah. so as to let people know that you're not yeah. honking at honk, them directly. Honk, honk, <laughs> honk, honk, honk. Maybe that way you'll know. Uh, honk to the tune of "Grab Them Cakes." Ah, there we go. <laughs> so, Evan, you specifically asked for WrestleMania five. Yeah, this was actually around the time I was watching as a kid, okay. like the early my earliest memories okay. of wrestling. So, this has a fond place in your heart. Totally, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And we're I... going to spend the next hour and a half tearing it apart. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I watched it today, and I maybe won't say the same things I would have like, said yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, you're like, doesn't, doesn't yeah. quite hold up the way I yeah. thought it would. Yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, I was, there was a lot more good in this than I thought oh, there was going to sure. be. There was just way too much of everything. This, this one was one of the ones where the bad parts were actually entertaining because of them being bad. Right. Not right. where it was like where just, it was just bad oh, and shit, boring and painful. This. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a couple parts. Piper's Pit was too fucking long. Way too long. But we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into this, I do want to get uh, some corrections from Billy Carr Corrections are, as per our last episode where we did, uh, 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 Jesus, I forgot the name, Wrestle War. Right? That's right, Wrestle yeah, War 89. Wrestle. Yeah, we had some concerns, some issues with Flair and Steamboat not being the main event. Yeah. Because that didn't make any fucking sense. Sure didn't. Billy Carr looked into it and he said, what he told me was that, uh, they didn't know how long Flair and Steamboat was going to go. They had been building up the hour-long match time. So that's what everyone was kind of expecting, but they didn't tell Flair and Steamboat exactly how long to go. They just said, go out there, have a great match whenever you want to end it, end it. So they had these other matches, these tag team matches, just ready to go in case they needed to fill that time. <laughs> I which see. is what ended up happening. They ended up going a little over 30 minutes. I wonder if they were like, ah, we should have just told them you have to go in. I know. I don't know why. That seems give weird. Give them they an option. Give them like yeah. an actual time. But at the same time, I think it's How really cool. How great would it have been if like five minutes in, they were like, and we're, and we're done. done. <laughs> <laughs> would not have been match of the I'm year. going home early. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, though, that they no, had that enough is. faith in both of those performers to be like, just do it. Says a lot. Whatever you want to do. It really yeah. does. Uh, we also were wondering why uh, Nikita Koloff was the special guest ref. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was because Teddy Long, before he got fired, I guess, uh, had fast counted um, uh, fast counted the Varsity Club, or fast counted uh, for the Varsity Club against the Road Warriors. Gotcha. And so they brought in Nikita Koloff because he wouldn't be intimidated Right. Like he said in his crazy rambling. I won't be intimidated by anybody. <laughs> I've wrestled out the uh, uh, Lou Ferrigno, for example. We have same voice. 
So there we go. So now we know. I'm convinced Nikita Koloff is deaf. He might actually be. He is like, hearing oh, impaired. That's the only thing that makes it's sense. It's not an accent. No. He's just... <laughs> he just can't hear himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. WrestleMania, WrestleMania 5. five. From Atlantic City. Atlantic Trump Plaza. Atlantic City. Trump Plaza again. Second year in a row. Not as much Trump this time, thankfully. Uh, on camera. However... Right. He's there the whole they, time. Well, and they talk about him... Yeah. ...constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, I wondered if they told him, you know, keep bringing up Trump. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Vince and Trump are guaranteed. Old yeah, that, that yeah. Trump was like, you can have it here. Just fucking just, talk about me yeah. all the time. Yeah, every other I word don't do needs a good to be Trump. about Trump. Yeah, I don't do a good yeah. Trump impression. Which is funny because you the know first he's time not I ever tried it. to do a Trump yeah. impression, it ended up sounding like Bernie Sanders, and I was want, like, nope, wrong one. Do you want to hear the best way to do a Trump impression? This is the best Trump impression. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because he's a shithead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, farts. <laughs> I don't uh, like colored people. Oh, no. <laughs> That's accurate. It is accurate. He yeah. does not. So, uh, yeah, we're back at Trump Plaza in Atlantic City, New with, Jersey. With another sexy sax intro. Yeah. I love these these sexy synthesized saxophone. Heavy. Yeah. Uh, and it starts off, too, with just just Vince McMahon just yelling, The Mega Powers! Explode! They, uh, keep, yeah. they yeah. keep, like, uh, reiterating that uh, they're not... On the, they're not wrestling each other. No, it's they not are the mega powers yeah. are going to explode. The fuse has been lit. That's right. Yeah. Like <laughs> Uh We start off. We get Rock and Robin singing the national anthem. Uh, yeah, I wrote. Uh, this is fucking awful. I'm joining ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not good. I don't know why. At they... one point, um, Jesse Ventura says she needs to. St- I, th- one of my favorite things that they do is when they get phrases almost right. So fucking yeah. close. But he says she needs to stick to her daytime job. <laughs> He's not wrong. No, but it's just. It's not right. Either. Day job. Yeah, yeah. Not daytime job. Daytime job. That sounds like she's a hooker at night or something. Technically, a day job can be done at night. Exactly. It's just if your regular it, job. It's your main source yeah. of income. She's not She's not like a bank teller who's moonlighting as a wrestler. What did you think, Evan? Was it good? Um. Well, I was just thinking it's like they had no female matches on the entire card Mm-mm. and even i think only miss elizabeth was the only even well we got a sensational i was gonna sherry. say oh, we got an interview we got an okay. interview with sensational sherry well and we talked about this at the last wwf pay-per-view at royal rumble that was the last after that match which was rock and robin and um that old lady who we found out wasn't actually old oh that's right yeah Poor whatever Lee. whatever her name was Forgot. that was that was their last they phased the title out that's after right that. So they stopped doing women's matches for like four or five years. Until, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Blaze? So, yeah, until Alundra Blaze comes Alundra in Blaze. like 94, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they. So I guess maybe this was just like, hey, Rock and Robin, we're sorry we got rid of your title and you're no longer going to have anything to do here. You want to sing a song? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like yeah. And, and, and only to find out, oh, fuck, we forgot to <laughs> ask her if she yeah, can sing. Yeah, yeah, We just offered the song up, didn't even think to say, I didn't think hey, she Robin, would take it. I didn't think she would... Can you I, sing at all? I just offered it to her so she would stop being mad. I didn't think she would actually do it. <laughs> uh, lesson learned. It was not good, guys. Um, it wasn't good. I feel bad for her, but it yeah, was not good. I did feel bad, although I could not she have agreed happy, more. She seemed happy, though. She seemed happy, so. She was stoked about it. Yeah. She didn't seem to really notice how bad she was no, doing. No, no. You know. We're, I'm being too rough on her. I'm being too <laughs> rough on her. It was okay. It was fine. Uh... <laughs> This might be... Is this the longest pay-per-view we've watched so far? I mean, it definitely felt like it. Yeah. 
It, like, really it felt every bit of three hours and 40 uh, minutes. There's, what, four, yeah, 14, 14. matches. We We've had one with 16, I remember, but I felt yeah. like it didn't last as long. Because we didn't have a fucking, like, 45-minute Piper's Pit in yeah, the middle exactly. of it. We didn't have a, a fucking sitcom in <laughs> yeah, the middle. Yeah, with a fucking trash TV host. We'll get there. We'll get there. And a trash can on it with, with uh, <laughs> plaid <just laughs> tape to the side. Yes. Yes, we will definitely get that. All right, we'll just jump in because we got a lot to cover here. Sure do. Match number one, King Haku versus Hercules. Hercules' uh, music is so stupid. Oh, my God. Hercules' music is what Vince McMahon thinks old, like, Greek music <laughs> yeah. would yeah, be. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, It's all, like, there's herald trumpets and yeah. timpanies. Like, yeah. Which, I mean, would be fine, but it feels like since he's playing that Greek character, it's just overdone. Yeah. Like, if that was just for any other random wrestler, like, if they did that for Dino Bravo, it'd be also, like, oh, that's cool. I don't remember chains being a thing with Hercules. Yeah. No, like, that's not. It was his he was just, just strong bare dude. hands. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to, that lion, I'm just going to punch him in his fucking mouth. Exactly. <laughs> but he comes out with chains for some reason, which when he gets Real in long the ring, chain. he gets in the ring and starts swinging him around. And I'm like, so dangerous. just going to slip out of his hand and hit some poor person in oh, the audience. That would fuck you up. That would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine, Evan? All right. There, there is a funny part. You're <laughs> in the front row, and Hercules' chain is just flying directly <laughs> at you. Behind you is an elderly woman. Oh, my God. I'm thinking, though, You big, take that chain? Big lawsuit. I'm <laughs> set for life. Oh, for That's sure. True. That's true. I kind of wish that would have happened. I'm taking that chain point. to the face, and then I'm and then suing I'm the suing. shit out of Instagram. Yeah, you know what? I'm and Donald, Donald Trump. Exactly. I'm not only going to sue Big Man. I'm suing Donald Trump, too. Yeah, that's right, because this happened in your house, yeah. bitch. Oh, my God. What if the chain flew out and hit Don Jr.? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> By the way, yes, uh, Don. Don. One Trump, of the ki- Trump is in the front row with one of his sons. Which I did the math. And uh, uh, judging by when they were born, Don Jr. was born in 77, which would make him around 12 years old, which uh, looks about this kid's age. Eric was only born in 84, so he would have only been four to five years old or five years old. This kid was definitely a preteen. Yeah. uh, So it was either Don Jr. or not one of Trump's kids. Yeah, which would be weird because he's sitting right next to him. He really is. Um, And I don't know if you guys paid as close attention as I did, um, but uh, spoiler alert. At no point in this three-hour and 40-minute session of, of wrestling, at no point does Donald Trump converse no. with his child. You see him conversing <laughs> with his bodyguard. You see him talk over the child. Over the child to his bodyguards on either side of him and to other people. Yeah. Never once does he look at his son and go, how you doing, slugger? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's one point during the main event where he does something along the lines of like, yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. Oh, no. And that's about it. That's it. He so he's dismissive of him at one point. I now, mean, are we are we surprised Trump's a bad father though? No, not even <laughs> okay. in the least. Okay. But this also, but this led me to another another thing, and I, and I'll, I'll bring you guys into my psychosis <laughs> a little bit. But I found myself wondering, okay, this is nineteen eighty nine. This already happened. We know for a fact that th- what we're looking at on screen is a child. Yes, that is a child. But we also know for a fact. That that child is gonna grow grows up to be up a, to be a shit real head. shithead. <laughs> is it okay to look at that child on screen and go, fuck that kid? Yes, yes absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. It's cool. like tight, if, you, tight, tight. if you happen to go back in time and you saw some woman carrying a baby and you're like, oh, what a cute little baby. What's his name? And she's like, Adolf. You'd be like, oh, fuck, oh, that, fuck baby. that kid. Fuck that baby. That kid's a dick and <laughs> yeah. I know he's going to be a you dick. You throw that baby in a river right now. I mean, because you can't like 
like, go back and stop them from being a dick because no. you fuck up the space exactly. time continuum. You have to let Butterfly them be a dick for better or worse. Yeah. It's like the whole Marty McFly. Like, the fucking, like, Marty goes it's back tough. and changes the time, comes back. The family that he has now is not the family he grew up with. This is tough. Yeah. It's tough. All right. Um, back to the match. We yeah, gotta, exactly. We can't keep going on there, with There's this. another thing I liked in the match where uh, they were basically kind of having kind of a stinker, and Jesse's commentary is like, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to open a show. You know yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just kind of like yeah. in comedy where it's like somebody, yeah. someone's having a tough set. Whoever has to go up first, they got to warm the crowd up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to open a show. That's good yeah, advice. it's hard to be I a curtain jerker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but kind of an interesting opener, you know, because it's kind of slow and clunky. It's like, why not have yeah. a, a fast? Why not have the Rockers open it? Yeah, have somebody like I mean, this yeah, these are two big guys, which I usually love, just big dudes throwing each other. But this one was just kind of boring and it was short. That was I, I, although Haku, I wrote down Haku does not pull shit. Oh no, he does Haku pull, he, straight shots every time. Yeah, he's hitting yeah. you. Yeah. All, which is what I love about Haku. Might. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I liked any of the time we saw Haku with Dino Bravo, because Bravo works stiff as fuck, too. Yeah, yeah, he'll just take it, yeah, too. Yeah. He's like, you punch me, I'll punch you. That's how this goes. That was the Except b- he says it in French. <laughs> yeah. You punch me, I punch you. Sacre bleu. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest problem with this pay-per-view, and I see it like now looking at the times, there's hardly anything over 10 minutes. Right. There's there's 14 matches, and the majority of them are around eight minutes long. Oh, the majority of this pay-per-view is bullshit yeah, in between matches. Exactly. There's way too many. That's what I like about the NWA and the WCW we've been watching, is it's shorter matches, but longer matches. Right. So you have time to get invested. This, they're just like, well, we got to throw everybody in the roster in there. Mm-hmm. And it just makes for a bunch of bullshit, boring matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like basically the equivalent of you going to a concert. Right in your favorite yeah. band, yeah. and after every song, they talk for like six and a half minutes <laughs> yes. before they play another song, yes. and and they're talk, but they're talking about like shopping. Yeah, it's not fun banter <laughs> and like it's grocery not, shopping. Yeah, like, it's not. Hey, we love Tulsa. You yeah, know, we're it's here like in the 80s. it's like Clorox wipes versus off-brand generic right, wipes. Right. Ketchup, ketchup. Yeah, ketchup yeah, yeah, yeah. Ketchup. That's that's what this is basically like. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, like, play a fucking song. <laughs> yeah, Hercules wins after a back suplex, a boring back suplex, a back suplex to Haku, which doesn't make any fucking sense. That, that would put Haku out. <laughs> I did during this match, right? Apparently, there's a couple of extras from a White Snake video in the front row. <laughs> Dude, the audience in this one is in pure form. They're very eighties. So good. They're like, it's eighty nine. Let's get in all the eighties <laughs> we, we can, can because before it's... the nineties hits. <laughs> It's yeah. almost over. Yeah. And Heenan comes out, and he's like, hey, everybody bow down to the king. He does that whole thing. And nobody does it. But no. if it was today, you know, it would be in the – everyone would know that Haku's a real-life badass. And yeah. there would be people in the crowd going, yeah. yes, this yeah. is the guy for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But back then, it was just – it was – like, he came out with the whole, like, king gimmick on the throne. Thing, this is 1989 in Trump Plaza. Let's face yeah. it. Most of the audience is like, he can't be king. Look, he's brown. <laughs> yep. Well, <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, I mean, let's yeah. let's be honest. Come yeah. on. Let's call it yeah. like we sees it. It's New Jersey. So, Herc wins that win in about seven minutes. And then we get match. a Rockers promo. Rockers promo. Uh, and it just proves to me that, like, while I always thought that Shawn Michaels wasn't great on the mic back then, yeah. Marty Jannetty is far worse. Yeah. He's so boring on yeah. mic. Well, so boring. It's interesting to see this early Shawn Michaels and see – I'm interested to keep watching and see him how he because he does His become one of the best talkers. Oh yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. That. I mean, he's just he was good at 
pretty much all yeah. of it all around. Yeah. He's very athletic. His his moves look good. He yeah. sold shit well. Yeah. In ring, he's one of the absolute best. Right. He's a huge piece of shit oh, yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a good human no, being. No, but in the ring, on the mic, he's one of the best wrestlers that's ever lived. That's why I was very specific. Like, he's good at, <laughs> at, the, at wrestling. the stuff. Yeah, yeah. The stuff was, required to be a professional wrestler. Yeah. I was kind of wondering when I watched this. Uh, you know, they mistimed their big double kick off the turnbuckles. Yeah. yeah. And I was just wondering, like, did they go to the back and be like, oh, fuck that match. Like, oh, we fucked up so much stuff. But, I mean, watching it, you're kind of like, in real life, you don't always expect the kick to have a perfect right. time. So I wasn't like, this is a shit match. But I wonder if they hated that match. I feel like, if anything, Haku probably went back and beat the shit out of Hercules <laughs> some more. Like, legit. I don't know. Oh, you're talking You're talking about I'm the talking Rockers. I'm talking about the Rockers. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Skipping yeah, ahead. Sorry. I was thinking when you did that. Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah, because, yeah, they do the uh, the drop kick the, off yeah. the top. Janetti hits first, which knocks fucking what's-his-name back, Akeem, yeah. and then Shawn Michaels just goes right over him. Mm, yeah. yeah. And so, Shawn yeah. Michaels is a dickhead, so I bet he went back and was mm-hmm. fucking pissed. <laughs> so match yeah. number two, Twin Towers, Big Boss Man and ugh, Akeem <laughs> the Dream. Yep. Versus the Rockers. Yep. We do get to hear the Slick song again. Which is true, and that's fun. I love that's that one. That's real fun. <laughs> um, I wrote when the Rockers were coming down, I wrote, man, we could not get enough neon in 1989. <laughs> they were like, just put all of them on there. Orange, yeah. green, Everything. purple, yellow. Everything. Every zebra neon stripe. color. Yeah, zebra yeah. stripe with neon. <laughs> yeah. Very popular yeah. in 1989. Um, I, I wrote that this made me really miss One Man Gang when yeah. Akeem yes. started dancing. Every time he dances, every time Akeem dances, I feel like I owe someone an apology. <laughs> and, how, right. and how much does he yell while he's get while he's selling? Oh, Akeem, dude. He's just yeah. like, ah, yeah. Ah. He's very vocal. Yeah. Well, he's also vocal when he was in the corner because at one point, when the, you know Bossman's in the ring wrestling someone else, you you just hear so audibly Akeem to Slick go. Tell me what's up, my brother. And I'm well, just like, whoa. Shush, what's shush, really shush. funny is near the beginning of the match, he's very animated and very yelling. But as the match goes on, you see by the end, he's like still in the corners going, come on. <laughs> come on. Like he just, he's had enough. He's tired. He he's like, I weigh that, 400 yeah, fucking pounds. He can't keep that persona up. Well, who could? Um, at one point, Big Boss being legit spit on Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And I hate it every time it happens. Yeah. I'm like, guys, stop spitting on each other. Stop putting your mouth on blood. Oh, I have a gif I need to show you after this. Uh-oh. Because, uh, you know, we've been watching the NWAs and we've been seeing a lot of uh, uh, the great Muda. Yeah, yeah. Who I fucking love dearly. So I've been watching some Muda matches. And he has a, matches with, a match with this guy named Great Kabuki. And yeah. at one point, he bites his forehead. Muda bites Kabuki's forehead. And he hits an artery. He pulls his mouth back and blood, just a spray, a fountain of blood, starts shooting out of Kabuki's forehead. Oh, I love it already. Yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> awesome. Um, I wrote down that Akeem looks like he's wearing uh, one of the vault suits from the Fallout video game series. <laughs> uh, I wrote that, uh, that yes, yeah, so that dro- double dropkick that you were talking about, I wrote down yeah. that it was dangerously sloppy. Yes. And yeah. that uh, then the Twin Towers win by what I called Fat Flop. Yeah, a power bomb mm-hmm. followed by a big splash. That's right. Yeah, that's all it is. Just it, Fat Flop. And why why were Akeem and Bossman together other than they just didn't think they were They were both big. They were just both big but, dudes. Yeah, but they couldn't get a matching outfits or anything? Or no, right? well, it yeah. also didn't make sense because Big Bossman's managed by Slick, but he's got a Confederate flag yeah, patch he's on like, his he's arm. Yeah, he's like a fucking racist And he calls everyone guard. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't like I don't it. Get it. I don't care for it. I was. I don't know. 
I was looking up stuff just for this pay-per-view, just fun stuff, and uh, I came across a photo that somebody had posted. I don't know if it was just on a show or on a pay-per-view, but I guess at some point uh, Twin Towers feud with Demolition, uh-huh. and I found this image of some dude in the audience with a sign that said, Demolition is going to destroy the Twin Towers, and I was like... Oh, my oh, God. No. Oh, my oh, God. No. It's a controlled demolition. It's an inside job. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought that was hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> How weird. Yeah. After this, we get a uh, DiBiase. DiBiase promo with uh, Virgil just counting money. Yep. Just, uh, just... Count- counting money while flexing his arm the entire time. Yeah. Like, make sure you've got a real good grip on those yeah. dollars. And uh, it really takes away some of the uh, allure and, like, toughness when you keep... I know your opponent's name is Brutus Beefcake, but stop calling him Beefcake. Yeah. Call him Brutus or the Barber. When you say, I'm going to tear Beefcake down, really doesn't sound very good for you. No. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, match number three is Kenny Rogers versus <laughs> Butt Cheeks Beefcake. <laughs> Way too much side cheek in this. Oh, way too all fucking of it. much. Oh my god. All of it. It is. It is full on side ass cleavage for days, and I hated it. <laughs> also, can we just briefly talk about the irony of of Ted DiBiase's character being a heel? Yeah. In the <laughs> greed is good excess exactly. of the nineteen eighties. Exactly. Like, and especially in. I mean, basically, Vince McMahon is is. Making, you know, this Ted DiBiase character is everything Vince McMahon is right. and wants to be right. and thinks is great. Yeah. And yet he knows he's a bit. it has to be a heel. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. says something about, like, it, Vince McMahon knows he's yeah. a bad person. It's that whole he Gordon Gecko, like, you know you're a piece of shit, but, but you it don't makes care. you money. Uh, exactly. Roger Stone, same yeah. way. Yeah. Never seen somebody so proud of being yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. You know Donald Trump was like standing up and clapping his million dollar man oh, came yeah. out and, and during the match he's like why are they booing this guy <laughs> oh yeah yeah i don't understand why they hate this guy he's got he's, the right idea he's so he's got money why well, <laughs> they should love him everybody who's got money is a great person <laughs> and watching this it, i just remembered how much back in the day it was like you knew at the end of the match you know someone's gonna attack the manager there's something like a snake or a haircut yeah. that's like yeah. looming there's always something yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they were just gonna give give you everything some has to a... be gimmicked this yeah. one was annoying. Brutus Beefcake takes way too long to get all of his fucking gear uh, off. I wrote, when he was coming out, I wrote that Brutus Beefcake looks like an Oscar statue that somebody threw up on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got, all gold yeah. with, like, the black mesh, and he's got the black patches on the jacket. Yeah, well, he yeah. was going with the theme of the black and gold of, of right. Million Dollar Man and the Trump yeah, Plaza. But he just looks gross. Stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. But it just, like, he's got, you know, like, you know, gauntlets and... Yeah. and and uh, chaps and, like, yeah. all this shit yeah. that he has to fucking take off. It's too much. It takes way, way, way too long. But even, yeah, I, f- I wrote showing all the butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh, why does Monsoon keep calling him Brutai? He also keeps calling him Beefer, and I yeah. don't like that. <laughs> I would prefer Beefer over Brutai. What is fucking Brutai? I'm going to have to disagree with you. <laughs> Because Brutai, while being kind of stupid and just like a, a dumb nickname for Brutus, which is all you, you didn't shorten it any. It's the same amount of syllables. It's still two yeah. syllables. Does he think there's more than one and he's calling them like octopi? He's Brutai? <laughs> yeah, he's pluralizing Brutus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, it made me far less uncomfortable than Beefer. <laughs> Beefer. What and, do you think, Evan? Which and, would you prefer? Well, which one makes you more <laughs> uncomfortable? If you had to choose a nickname for the rest of your life, Brutai or Beefer? Oh, I, w- I would have to take Brutai. Thanks. 
<laughs> I win. Yeah. Beefers just sounds cool. I want to be called the beefer. I mean, That's that would amazing. just make me think that you are constantly farting. Which I am. Oh, well, so. fair enough. <laughs> All right, beefer. Constantly eating beef and farting. <laughs> Cam beefer porter. <laughs> <laughs> Canned beefer. Uh, yeah, I wrote Brutus showing way too much ass cheek. Uh huh. There's also a part in this match I'm gonna play. Dibiase sells almost as good as Ric Flair. Dibiase's so fucking good. Like he sells He's so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during this match, if you guys want to watch at home, the time it's uh, 33 minutes and 17 seconds. There is a portly gentleman in a green shirt, yes, and green sweatpants. jacket and sweatpants. It's walking down. And uh, you'll see. I'm going to play it for you guys. He notices the camera and just... Uh, Honest someone when you don't see it, perhaps. Just a nice little wave there. That was the most just, effeminate just and a lovely... Nice, in- a nice little pageant wave. It was so endearing. Yeah. He didn't see- and ever I want, like, everyone around him is seated. Nobody yeah, really yeah. popped for this match. Uh-uh. Everyone's around seated. He stops... Looks directly into the camera and just a little pageant wave. I was supposed to admonish someone. He looks like he came out of the future. He did. I love it. And then he just walks away. He doesn't even go to his seat. He He just came down there to wave. He just comes down, waves, and then walks back up. I thought I I loved it. You know, it almost was as if he was trying to pull like one of those, (laughs) one of those things where it's like a, um, uh, um. Like a an infomercial, right? And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. the guy, and he's like, "Oh hey, I didn't see you <laughs> yeah, there." Yeah. Oh oh hi there. Oh hey, I was just canning this turkey. That's right. With my at home turkey canner. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, and I just so happened to have a fully prepared meal <laughs> right under the counter, so we can see what this looks like when yep. it's finished." That's who he was. Oh, that was great. I just thought that was nice. Oh, that's that's a nice good. Little wave. That's yeah. awesome because I didn't really have a great audience moment in this one because I couldn't stop looking at Trump <laughs> know, not right? talking to his child. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I audibly, at, at one point, at, audibly said, talk to your child. <laughs> Be a father, Don. T- talk to him. Uh, this God match, damn it. This match ends with a double count out. Yeah, a double count out, which I always write equals double count out equals go fuck yourself, audience. Yeah. Uh, at one point, it was funny, too, because like Virgil, Beefcake gets beefer, gets thrown to the side. <laughs> I'm calling him that from now on. Yep. And uh, Virgil starts squaring up on him uh-huh. and shoves him when the ref's not looking. So Beefer chases Virgil around, and they get to a point where DiBiase is supposed to attack Beefer from behind, but DiBiase hasn't quite got up yet. But Virgil just stops, so they're just sitting there, like, staring at each yeah. other. And, like, Beefcake's kind of slapping at him, but he can't. He knows he can't shove him. Right. Because he's got to get attacked. And it's just this weird, awkward, like, three seconds. This little, like, dance that they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Like, oh, hold on a minute. He's coming. <laughs> yeah. Um... Can we just talk about the idea of gardening shears as scissors? Why? And and how awful is it that Virgil doesn't have hair? <laughs> right. Like, you know the whole time, he get, there's no payoff There's nothing, to that. yeah. There's yeah. nothing that's going to happen. Yeah, what's he going to do? Yeah. Chase him down and shave his eyebrows off? He cut one of his fingers off. That would be pretty hilarious. Six months yeah. before, he could have gotten a fro. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I choose to believe Virgil can't grow hair. I don't know why. <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, exactly, yeah. His, 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 his fucking eyebrows are just glued on. Yeah, they're fake. Yeah. They look good, though. They do. They do. They fit them. <laughs> they look great. Uh, after this, we get a uh, really fun, oh weird promo with Lord Alfred Hayes. At, quote, at brunch, brunch with uh, the Bushwhackers who... By the way, dress like prisoners. No, they're not dressed like prisoners. They are wearing nice. They're striped, and I get where you say Black that. Black and white striped. They're wearing polo shirts. Yeah. Which in 1989, these are 
Like, that's a nice <laughs> that shirt. Is. Yeah. This, these are the Bushwhackers. <laughs> so it's two guys that are supposed to be from the backwoods of New Zealand. Right. That they're are like. Sheep fuckers. And the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're supposed to be backwoods sheep fuckers. And they're sitting there doing their act or, you know, yeah, yeah, being yeah. their characters in fucking nice clothes. Like, but they really are nice. just like shoving omelets in their mouths. Yeah, but you. I'm not buying it in a polo okay. shirt is what I All mean. Right, fair enough. Can, can I say See, that's a nice shirt now, too? It is. You would have. Uh, well, <laughs> that's is. what I mean. Like, But even back but back then, especially, you know what I mean? That was like polo oh, yeah. was at its, I think, height of yeah. popularity in the yeah. 80s, I would argue. To me, because had, they had the long sleeves that were like pulled up, uh-huh. and it did have the polo collar, but the black and white striped. And to me, it looked like a prison suit. Oh, uh, yeah. But I get what you're... I, yeah. <laughs> You'd yeah. think that like... But they were know. going to brunch. Tape they over had, the uh, logo or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's really funny. I just Alfred did not Hayes, buy it. I was just yeah. like, I was like, mm, those guys are their shirts are too nice. Uh, Alfred Hayes just keeps asking them questions, and they're just shoving omelets and French toast in their mouth. Yeah, you can't understand and anything just they're mumbling, saying. And Alfred Hayes fucking cracks up. He thinks it's the funniest it's thing the fun- in the he world. He asks Butch like something, and Butch just goes, rah, 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 and, and Alfred he cannot Hayes stop laughing. Loses it and has to like cut away because he can't stop laughing. Yeah, he's it like Jimmy Fallon in yeah. that shit. <laughs> It was great. Is there a weird part in this match for me where... And then right after the camera cuts away, Alfred Hayes slams his dick on the table. (laughs) Yeah, Because I heard he had a bad uh, habit of doing that. Yeah. These are like some of the most... They're the most over guys, I think, on the pay-per-view at the time that they come out. Yeah. Like, they're so over. Oh, yeah. But during the match, one of the announcers is like... Oh, is that Luke or is that? But like they, they basically like they we don't, don't even yeah, they know who these fucking who guys they are. are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's yeah. like they could have put the belts on them or something. I mean, I briefly yeah. thought that during. I'm like, they were that popular. Bushwhackers were great, man. And oh. th- this match was yeah. This is the Rougeos match number four. Bushwhackers versus the fabulous Rougeos. And and this is <laughs> during the brief period where the Rougeos are trying to sell an, an a, a gimmick, an angle that they are. Moving to America and yes. trying to be all American. Yeah, come out with a little American flag. And the music that they use for all it. All American boys. So goddamn <laughs> funny. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there is there a, a playable um, version of that, like on YouTube? YouTube? Oh, here we go. Okay, I think this is it. It's too <laughs> long-haired look we like the preppy look instead we're 29 seconds in this is the funniest song God i've ever heard <laughs> we're playing this whole thing yeah This was 100% written by Weird Al Yankovic, right? This has to be a parody. There's no way this is the... We don't like heavy metal. We don't like rock and roll. All we like to listen to is Barry Manilow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is Barry Manilow Canadian? I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, Go ahead. Wait. No, you keep playing. I'll look it up. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh, no, he's American. Now they're speaking French. Oh. 
that fucking bass is actually really good. Like, the guitar solo is not bad, but I keep listening to that bass. Uh, not a bass. That is a synthesizer set on oh, okay. slap bass all mode. All right, all right. I like it. Though. I love their hug, too. How good was the hug? Oh, the hug was great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just fades out from there. So, oh, that's amazing. I, I always can't. I can't help but wonder. Uh, breaking the fourth wall a little bit here. We record these at my home, uh-huh. uh, where my wife and children are, are often in the next room. Yes, and uh, <laughs> I often wonder what happens because uh, we have the music coming we through have our headphones, headphones on, so only we hear it. It's not playing throughout the room. <laughs> exactly. So occasionally, I only imagine what it must sound like for us to just randomly be singing. <laughs> A theme song with with no music being heard, uh, or for us to just stop for like a minute, yeah, and then just come back on going Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah, we must seem completely insane. <laughs> Which I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, so yeah, Bushwhackers, uh, Rougeaus, fucking snoozer. At one point, yeah. uh, oh, one of the Bushwhackers almost eats shit on the way down the ring. Oh, yeah, he trips uh, coming four, down. Forty three minutes. Uh, right on the dot, forty. Right on the like forty-three minute mark. Give yeah. us take a second if you want to go find it. Yeah. They're coming down the aisle, and it's either Luke or Butch. Uh, genuinely, almost falls flat on his fucking face. So yeah, the, the way the, the the arena is set up is there's no like entrance area, so they just have to come out of like one of like the just regular like coming down the stairs. Yeah. in a regular place. So it's this like very like steep stairs. Yeah, there's stairs yeah. and then an aisle without stairs, but and it's then, very it steep in, yeah, incline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised more people didn't trip, honestly. And this is jumping ahead a little, but there's a point. Can I mention one match that comes yeah. later? So in the brain Absolutely but not. they're not even <laughs> in the ring yet, and they hit the the baby faces music. It's like how disrespectful is that? <laughs> yeah, right. They're not even made their entrance. That was that yeah. was the back's way of saying hurry the fuck up, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or also Vince saying like, I know you're the four horseman. I know you wrestle for NWA. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, one point Jesse Ventura talks about somebody hitting the joy juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Um, how tiring must it be? To walk around like the bushwhackers with the do, fucking weird arm <laughs> all thing. the time. Yeah. Um. If you're not familiar with the bushwhackers, they, the if it's like there's a weird thing. Okay, you know how like you'd have an action figure where like if you moved the legs, something the else arm would, would move. Kick, yeah. yeah, yeah. This arm is basically if they are move if they are walking. Yeah. Their arms are constantly moving up and down. Yeah. One. You know. It's like the arms are like molded in the middle. So like if one arm goes down, the other one has to come up. Exactly. It's like a it's like a weird axle thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. And they do it in this weird. If you've ever watched the safety dance video by Men Without Hats, they do this weird like S motion. It's yes. like that, but just going up and down. Going straight That's, up and yeah. down yeah. instead yeah. of side to side. Yeah. So watch the safety dance video <laughs> and then you'll know. Uh, this does lead to Gorilla and Jesse uh, with some hot takes on immigration issues, <laughs> which I thought was uh, kind of awful. Yeah, very awful. Uh, yeah, this uh, the Bushwhackers. Oh, win. this is where you were talking about the uh, the in match hug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the Rougeos. Yeah, it was too long. They give a nice hug. 
I like I like it personally. I think it's fun. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny definitely too, funny. Because the crowd fucking hates it. Oh, they do. There's so much oh, they disdain hate. for a genuine show of affection to your friends. <laughs> because it's two dudes, man. That's gay. They're brothers. <laughs> That's even gayer. <laughs> brothers don't love. Brothers just beat each other up. <laughs> They're French. This is 1989. That's the gayest thing any of them have ever seen. That's yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Bushwhackers win after a uh, after Luke grabs Butch's head and runs yep. him into somebody, and they pick him up and do a double gut buster. So stupid. Yeah. Then we get uh, Sean Mooney getting assaulted by the audience. <laughs> Sean Mooney is in the crowd uh, at the entrance ramp, down the ramp, talking to, and uh, Bushwhackers come up, start licking his face. The audience goes crazy. Yep. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh. I would be fucking pissed if I were Sean Mooney in that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, he looks mad. Fucker. Like after they start licking him, he keeps trying to break away and like yeah. say what he's supposed to say because you know Vince well, is yelling he, in his ear like exactly. "Get it out, damn it!" And then he doesn't even get it. Exactly. They that, just keep because you know Vince him. is like, oh, "You fucked it up. We got to move on." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "I way to go, Mooney." He's like, <laughs> yeah. I, "I fucking what are you I talking about?" By a crazy sheep fucker <laughs> <laughs> who wears polo shirts. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, next, we get match number five. Mr. Perfect. Senor Perfecto. <laughs> Senor Perfecto versus uh, the Azure Blazer. I, know the, him, I don't know how to say Blazer in Spanish. No uh, music Azul. yet. No music yet. No yeah. music. No, um, no also. A few people had, but not, yeah. Don't know if you realize this. Yeah, because we just played the Rejos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if you realize this. Blue Blazer is from uh, Ultimate Warrior's Neighborhood. It from parts of He's no, also that's from right. parts. Yeah, they, they wouldn't right. reveal. They the live in a, on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in he's, parts unknown. Uh, yeah, Ultimate Warriors parts unknown. Parts unknown drive number one, and a Blue Blazer lives next to him. Parts unknown drive number two. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Blue Blazer obviously Owen Hart. I think that's they're commonly known. Which at one point they're discussing whether or not Jesse thinks or he Gorilla insinuates that Jesse may know who the Blue Blazer is, and yeah. Jesse says, and I quote. I never state facts until I know that they're true. <laughs> Jesse Ventura, everybody. Yeah, Jesse, Ven- Jesse, the lizards are controlling the government. Ventura never states, <laughs> never facts. states facts unless he knows. Unless he Shit, knows, well, that just proves it that the lizards are controlling the government. Fuck, oh, man. Um, Hell comes to Frogtown is a documentary. Yeah. I had a very bad, uh, bad moment at the beginning of this match when Blue Blazer was making his entrance because they said. They said his opponent now about to fly to the ring, and they did this wide shot, and I knew it was going to be Blue Blazer, so I just had this moment of, because as we all know, Owen Hart unfortunately died in the ring during a pay-per-view as he was sliding down on this uh, zip line doing the Blue Blazer gimmick. And so I kept thinking, like, I know that doesn't happen until, like, 94. Right. But I kept thinking, like, oh, my God, did I get my, oh my timeline God, wrong? Is, is this about to happen? <laughs> oh, my God, is yeah. this it? Yeah. But it does it. They do this wide shot, and I keep thinking he's going to cut. But then they just cut, and he's just running out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I'm not ready for that. No, not yet. We'll get there. And I've since watched that pay-per-view. This match like, was pretty good. Yeah, this was. Yeah. Dude, Mr. Perfect and Owen Oh, you Hart. have They kept it in, right? Well, no. So what happens is they... They, they go up to it, and then there's just a hard cut before the entrance starts. And then they come back, and the audience is the quietest thing you'll ever hear in your life. And they don't mention it until a few matches later when just uh, Jim Ross over the commentary says, unfortunately, Owen Hart passed away at the hospital. And I cannot it. believe that they meant that they said that during the same I pay-per-view. I know. That seems in fucking sane yeah, to me. It's fucking crazy. It's, uh, it's hard to watch. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. 
We might just skip that one entirely. <laughs> we might. It's not a good pay-per-view. No, and I just feel like it's one that just can't be touched on in good taste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, at least it's going to be one where we'll be like, look, we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just <laughs> we'll skip do, it we'll like We'll cover they the did. rest of the matches. Yeah. yeah, my uncle and his kids were actually there. At oh, my oh, my God. No way. Yeah. They were really young. Holy she shit. She was in Kansas City. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were like, I can't believe they told us he died. Yeah. <laughs> That was well, fucked up. No, no, see, that's the thing. They don't announce oh, it. Oh, they didn't at the arena, no, no, but no. they it did. It was just Jim Ross on, on the commentary. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everybody For the at home, at home knew. audience, yeah. Which still. They didn't want to bring down the pay-per-view audience <laughs> anymore. Yeah. You brought down the rest of the world, yeah, yeah fucking dicks. <laughs> it's, and, and it sucks, too, because I, I watched the whole pay-per-view, and it's like there's good matches afterwards, right. but obviously. But, man, you just. Dude. Yeah. You, you just. You got to end it. You got to. Just stop it. After Sometimes that. the show does not need to right. go on. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you could tell the show is just fucking over early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was Jarrett's promo. You could tell he was like struggling to even yeah. get through it. Yeah. Well, I couldn't imagine him. Like, yeah. how, how great would it be if he's like, are we really fucking doing this, you guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this yeah. is fucking insane. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. Um, so, yeah, this but match anyways, was pretty good. Match, yeah. Good. Yeah. Mr. Perfect, one of the all-time best. Owen Hart, one of the all-time best. I felt best, like, like this one could have been longer. This one needed to be at least 15 minutes. Yeah. Because with, they had, with, they both had a good showing, but it could have been much longer and much better. Right. I mean, DiBiase and Beefcake was 10 minutes, and it ended in a countout. Right? Yeah. No, this match was good. Both Everybody did really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect wins after the perfect plex. Which I always thought the perfect plex looked like a, a, a nice and convincing maneuver yes. that looked impressive. Yes. Nice fisherman suplex. The right. way he bridges it and holds them. It's a good move. Looked impressive. Yeah. It's not Don't so know much... if it would actually hold someone down. Well, that's the thing. It's not so much the move itself. It's that pin. It's he's the got way it locked. He looks. He's got the bridge. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it's an effective pin. Because he's, he's, he's really putting the effort in every time. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like getting yeah. up on his toes every single time. Yeah. yeah. That's he salesmanship. He really makes that bridge looks good. Yeah. And those are the good... Re- yeah. Those are the when you can really tell the And good when ones. he hits it on somebody like Blue Blazer... Owen Hart that can really contort and get their body bent in with that mm-hmm. pin, it looks so much more effective. Yeah, but like I've seen him hit it on like bigger dudes like Hogan who just barely oh, has fuck, the leg man. up. And R.I.P. Yeah, both of these guys. Jeez, yeah, right? God damn it! Yeah, they're both dead. And it's a bummer too because Mr. Perfect's son is a wrestler now. Mm-hmm. His name's Curtis Axel. Is he good? And, uh, no, oh, that <laughs> that's the bummer. He's not good at all. Because Perfect's dad was really good. Yeah, wasn't he, he was. He was Larry the Axe Henning, mm-hmm. and then Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. So his son is Curtis Axel. Kind of combined. Ah, uh, gotcha, names, gotcha. But he's just not good at all. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Get better, kid. Yeah. <laughs> kid who's like forty. We need now. you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's old. Oh, too late. Yeah. <laughs> Have a kid that'll be better than you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, so that match, uh, yeah, too short. Yeah. And then we get... Uh, Jesse we get... Ventura says he's got a surprise announcement, which, which is, is just, just him. Getting intro. It's just him standing on the barrier and people yelling. Yeah. God damn it. It's fucking stupid. Then we cut to Alfred Hayes at a 5K. <laughs> Alfred Hayes at the WrestleMania 5K. Good pun work. <laughs> and, and and who, which wrestle, which which WWF <laughs> superstar do they get? To take part in this 5K. Maybe some guy who's known for running, like the Ultimate Warrior. Or maybe or, uh, another very physically fit uh, yeah, wrestler. Maybe like, Mr. Perfect. We just saw him. Maybe yeah. he's going he's gonna, to he's he's gonna come number shape. one. He's perfect. He's going to be number one. He's going right. to do it. No. no. We have Mr. Fuji. Mr. fucking Fuji. In a tux. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah. We're supposed to believe he runs an entire 5K he, in he, a tux. He starts running. They, they, they start the race. He starts running. Within 10 feet, everyone else has already surpassed him. Oh, because he's 
shuffling he's, at best. Yeah, he's old man shuffling. Yes. Uh, then they cut to the race ending, and everyone else runs in, and then Mr. Fuji is kind of just in the middle of him. But you can tell that he, he just started 10 feet ago. He's not even sweating. Evan, you buying it? Uh, no. Yeah. He's not even sweating. Yeah, his his uh, face makeup is still perfect. <laughs> yeah. That shit would have worn off if you ran a five goddamn K. Five, that's 5,000 miles, guys. I don't know uh, if you know that. Is it not? I don't know enough to dispute you on that. So <laughs> uh, I don't know how many kilometers are in a mile. It's or definitely whatever. not. Yeah. It's definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> that just always makes me think of the 5, office. 5,000 feet, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Michael, 5, 5K is 5 kilometers, not 5,000 miles. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, oh, then we get this. the WrestleMania rap. Yeah. Run DMC. Run DMC. Poor Run DMC. I love Run DMC, but I, this. The, well, number one, they had to write a fucking rap song about, about WrestleMania, WrestleMania, which is the equivalent to, you know, sitting down and writing the Rougeau's theme song. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. At least that guy didn't have to perform it live. And I felt like this would have worked if they were in like Madison Square Garden in New York. Right. But in no, Atlantic City with they didn't the whitest fucking crowd. Fuck. Atlantic City, New Jersey, the whitest people on the planet. They were downright booing. They might as well fucking took him to Tennessee and yeah. had him do it. The yeah. ones that weren't like booing could not give a fuck. No. But no. then like every black person there was just pumped. Yeah. And it's like, I feel so problem, bad for you. The unfortunate problem is Atlantic City. There's not that many black people there. No, because they couldn't afford it. Because exactly, because it's the, Trump Plaza. Exactly. And yeah. they're like, let's make sure that no brown people <laughs> yeah. can afford to get yeah. in here. Because Back I'm Donald Trump. Trump and I'm full of hate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, my hair apparently looks like Dan Aykroyd from Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite movie characters it's of all time. Such a bad movie, but I love it so much. Oh my god, I've seen Tupac's it in that movie so many times. Yeah, well, because yeah, he was he in was Digital in Underground, that, exactly. Yeah, Shock G. Yeah, oh, I love. I, I love, love that movie so much, no matter how bad it is. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good. How did this get made? Episode it's though, so good. <laughs> Have you seen Nothing But Trouble? Uh, I'm trying. To, I, it's the were, one where Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase and, and Demi, Demi Moore. Demi Moore is it? I've always said it. Demi. 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 I've I've heard it. Demi. Yeah. Demi Moore. I can't. I can't. Where they get it. pulled over in uh, they're in this small Vulcanvania. Town. Yeah, is that what it was called? Yeah, Vulcanvania. They get pulled over and they go see the judge, which is Dan Aykroyd, an old man makeup, uh-huh. and he's got a nose. John Candy is the sheriff and his sister. Yep. And he's got a uh, Dan Aykroyd has a nose that looks like a dick, and at oh some point God. he takes the I'm nose pretty, off. It's I'm pretty sure nose. it is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty it's sure he was using someone's off. dickhead. As and they've his got nose. this. Yeah, uh, if you if you're found guilty in this court he has, it sends you through a roller coaster that strips all the flesh off your bones. <laughs> yeah, called the meat grinder. That's right. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, and uh, Dan Aykroyd's character looks to be minimum 245 yeah. years old. And at um, one point, and he looks exactly like Donald Trump's face. Yes. Ooh. And at one point, the band Digital Underground, who at the time Tupac was in, and uh, yeah, uh, they get pulled over. Yeah, and- Digital Underground. If you know the Humpty Dance. Yeah, of course. That was their big hit. They get pulled over. Uh, they're about to be found guilty, so they do a rap that old man Dan Aykroyd joins in on. Yeah. Halfway through it, we learn that fucking Dan Aykroyd's character can shred on the piano or on the <laughs> yeah. organ. Yeah, has and a he weird cartoon. Throws organ. in a fucking solo yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. And then all the, the, the dancers go over and start rubbing their tits on his old head. Yes. And it's real gross. Yeah. Listen to the How Did This Get Made episode about it. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. So good. Or just watch the movie because it's do amazing. both. Yeah. I suggest doing both yeah, for watch sure. Watch the movie first and listen to the for yeah. sure. Oh Jesus, we need to take a quick commercial <laughs> break. Right. We still got so much to get through. <laughs> so oh my much God. more. This is going to be a marathon of an episode. Everybody, yeah. strap the fuck in. Uh, we are only through match number five <laughs> out of fourteen. God damn it! 
So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll probably take a second one later. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Two Planet Productions is a team comprised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years of combined experience in the industry. Besides working with some of the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and of the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples' Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious moments to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or call 918-280-8528. And... We have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them that we sent you, you will receive a free single-session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That's a $500 value for free. That free session could be an engagement, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else that you want to be saved and captured forever. All right, we're back. We're uh, going to keep burning through this because we got so much more. Trucking right along. Uh, match number six, Demolition versus the Powers of Pain. I loved in the Demolition promo when they kept calling Yeah, there was him, a Demolition promo before They kept that. calling him Fooge the Stooge. Fooge the Stooge. <laughs> that made me laugh real hard. Yeah. Uh, Axe, by the way, straight up wearing glitter on his chest. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. He does not look like a man who would ever have glitter no. on his body. They come out with the fucking, like, Lord Humongous yeah. mask still, and shit. Like, I still, every time I see Axe specifically, yeah. he does not look like a man who should have face paint on no. for any reason. No. Like, he looks like a relative, someone in my family, <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. A, which, a.k.a. looks like an extra from The Sopranos. <laughs> yes. Like, that's what Axe yeah. looks like to he me. He looks like everybody's uncle. Every time I see him, I'm like, oh, there's Repo Man. I think exactly. of all his other games. No, that's yeah. Smash. Yeah. Oh, that's Smash. You're right. Smash. Smash. Yeah, yeah, that's who I meant. Axe yeah. is the one who looks like uh, uh, fucking Steven Van Zandt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, A.K.A. the guitar player for Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band. A.K.A. Yeah. fucking, what one was his name? One of the Van Zants. No, what was his name on uh, Sopranos? Oh, shit. Um, Fuck. I never watched it enough. I watched it all, but only once. I should know. Yeah. You're Italian. Come on. Well, and I watched it like, <laughs> religiously. All right. Yeah. All right uh, we'll look it up later. But what about uh, Hole-in-One Darso, though? Are you the golfer gimmick? Oh, that's right. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, who did that one? Smash. Yeah. And WCW. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is a handicap match, by the way, versus Powers of Pain with Mr. Fuji wrestling. For some fucking reason. Yeah, we get a... Uh, well, because he... We saw the... He beat up... Yeah, he Yeah, the heel a, yeah. turn, or yeah. the face turn of but demolition. Still, don't put this old man in a match. <laughs> no, because I... And I and actually wrote it down. he takes too. I actually wrote it down. He is 55 years old Jesus at this point. Jesus Christ. When, in 1989, when he is in the ring at this point, he's 55 years old. Um, also has some, some like, hilarious, like, military-style-looking tattoos. Yeah, which I thought was... I was not expecting that, because, like... No, no, no. Um, and he was supposedly like king of the rib, so I wonder if they were trying to get him back for some something he did. Maybe something legendary back. Maybe I don't know. I think Vince just hates any like Asian looking people. So, <laughs> well, he hates anyone that's not rich and white, right? So, uh, yeah. So Silvio, 
That's who he played on the Sopranos. Okay. okay. Mm. Uh, demolition win. Uh, doesn't really matter how. Nope, sure doesn't. Then we get. But all the, the demolition also assaults an elderly man yeah. for the win. That's yeah. what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fuji uh, pulls some salt out at one That's point. That's right. And he had to dig way too far. It was. It was in his taint. I was going to say it was under his balls. Yeah. In between his balls and his taint. I don't think it was salt. I think it was just baby powder. He was chafing. Something. <laughs> yeah. So he just had a, like a fucking handful yeah. of it in there. Get those thunder thighs from But I, I thought they said it was, or I thought they said salt or they, something they like that. They probably did. Yeah. Which. Salt doesn't. I immediately thought, wouldn't that really burn your butthole? Yeah. Plus salt isn't like a powder. No. I mean, it's like, it is, but it doesn't like. You know, like that. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. it doesn't cloud. Exactly. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's like flour or something. Yeah, he that's did weird. A, a similar spot at WrestleMania Nine, right? Yeah, where he's tried to throw it in something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, uh, then we get our, our first man look promo. at Tony Schiavone. Yeah, in the WWF yeah, interviewing Macho Man, where he's let go of the mustache. Yeah, um, he God. comes to WWF and immediately gets assaulted <laughs> by Macho Man Randy yep. Savage, yep. who also assaults the cameraman. Yes. Oh, it's so great. So he's so. Uh, Shivani is outside of Macha's dressing room, and he's like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna try and talk to him, and you know, Macha's like, go away, I don't want to talk to nobody. But he opens you just the hear door him inside, thrashing shit around. He like opens a- the door, and the first thing you see is Macho Man spinning, coming out of the room like a fucking tornado, <laughs> like just, the Tasmanian Devil. Just, yeah, just spinning, shoves Shivani out of the way, and just attacks the camera. It was the greatest thing <laughs> I'd ever seen. He's like, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> What in tarnation? <laughs> <laughs> he turned into Yosemite Sam and started shooting guns in the air. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So it. match number seven, Dino Bravo, Ronnie Garvin. Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, sorry. We have to say rugged. <laughs> uh, so we get Dino Bravo and Ronnie Garvin. So they come out. They make their entrances. So Dino Bravo gets the walk up. When is Dino Bravo going to die? We keep talking about oh, it. I He's know. not dead yet, and it's upsetting me. But it, I thought it was weird that... So Ronnie Garvin starts the match in the ring. Yes. Usually that get person intro. gets introduced first. Right. No. No. They have Dino, Dino Bravo Bravo's gets the walk down. Coming down that entire like hundred foot walkway. Then they introduce already in the ring. Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Then we For get an introduction no to Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Just he's here. He's he not the special guest ref. He's not an enforcer. He has no reason to be involved in this match whatsoever, and he's not. No. They just say, Jimmy Superfly Snooker He walks down, walks through the ring, waves, and then disappears into the night to just, go murder someone else. Just, <laughs> just vanishes into the Here's ether. my theory. My brief theory, because we really got to keep moving. Yeah, shit. Uh, my brief theory is that Jimmy Snooker confusedly, because if you watch him walk down the ring, he looks heavily drugged. Yes. My theory is he showed up confused, fully dressed, ready to wrestle. <laughs> who, who, am I, they, who am I wrestling tonight, they brother? They did not have the heart to yeah. tell him that he couldn't wrestle. Yeah. So they were like, look, man, we're just going to introduce you. You're just going to walk down, walk, walk right through the ring, walk down the other side, and pick up your paycheck. <laughs> wow. He's like, all right, brother. And then after he did that, they were like, we're not going to fucking pay you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. You know how much you owe us for those legal fees? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> So, yeah, during this, I wrote, hate this match immediately, and then my next immediate note was, at least it was short. Yeah. Yeah, this one was, uh, was very three short. Minutes, yeah. yeah. Dino Bravo wins. Doesn't matter how. Does not matter. Uh, next both match. Of the, I thought both of those guys looked like garbage. They did. And to keep with the theme of the pay-per-view, they just had to beat up the manager at the end. For right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> beat up Frenchie Martin. We're just yeah. beating up old dudes <laughs> yeah. and, and women. Yeah. Old dudes and old women. Old dudes and women. You're fucked. 
Uh, match number eight, we got the Brain Busters, Arn Anderson, Tolly Blanchard, a.k.a. half of the Four Horsemen. Yep, versus Strike, Strike Force. Force. Rick Martell and Chico Santana. Rick Martell is so tan yeah. that I always thought that he was like fancy Europeans of some like some I, was, kind of Greek. I forget that he's Canadian but yeah. he's got to be the tannest Canadian of all time yeah yeah <laughs> like Canadians are usually white yeah. because they're not in a place that gets a ton of sunshine yeah it's cold there it's a lot which means that there's probably a lot of cloud cover yes. which means you don't get a lot of UV rays <laughs> yeah. you know unless you're laying in a tanning bed all day <laughs> which like Rick Martell yeah um Oh, at one point, uh, Tully uh, does the thumb in the eye yeah. to one of them, and 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 uh, Jesse Ventura says, "Did Tully thumb him?" And there was something deeply uh, gross about the way he said "thumb him." Did he thumb him? There's something about using the term "finger" or "thumb" uh-huh. as a verb. Yeah, you can't. You can never say you. It's like I remember. It's like old detective movies where they say like, like I you finger you the fingered, subject. Yeah. yeah, no, no, you no, you you, you don't do that anymore. You pointed him out. Uh-huh. You, did you snitched on him. Do not finger somebody. Yeah, you didn't yeah. finger the suspect. <laughs> yeah. Evan, you ever finger a suspect? No. I mean, you know, uh, once. <laughs> once. Just once. Just once. He's Just polishing once. his finger right now. He's got a big night of playing after this. He's, he's about to thumb him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so that made me feel weird. Yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, uh, I did write down Chico Santana that seems to get funnier to me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't call him Tito anymore. It's Not, just Chico. I know it's racist, and I know he's doing it but to Ventura, be racist. But Ventura just so wholeheartedly behind it for the past like five he, years. I think that's why I've grown to love it is because it's like, as a comedian, I'm like, yeah. he is selling that bit. Exactly. He committed exactly. to that bit, and I'm... I, it started off I kind of it. funny, and then it was not funny, and now it's come back to being funny again. Now it's even funnier. Exactly. Because it's it, He's it's committed to the bit. exactly. It's yeah. now a matter of spite. Yeah. Uh, uh, about halfway through the match, Martel decides to bail. Well, because uh, Chico, Chico hits him with the flying right. burrito, yes. as God Jesse Ventura it. calls God it. Damn it. Um, so yeah, uh, Tully or Arn Anderson, one of them, ducks out of the way. He yeah. hits Martel. Martel's a real Martel, bitch about yeah, it. He sells like, oh he, my head. He's a yeah. real crybaby about yeah. it, and he's like, mm, I'm going home. Yeah. Chico, he, Chico tries to go for the hot tag, and Martel just bails and leaves yeah, Chico he, like, in there by himself. Yells some shit in French and then walks to the yeah. back. Brainbusters think- win. I was thinking about different um, turns based on tag situations yeah. where it's like there's a problem with the tagging. Yeah. And I just remembered Owen's heel turn because Brett wouldn't tag him and how funny I oh, thought it was. Right. How ra- Why didn't you just make the tag, Brett? Like he said it so, <laughs> with so much conviction. Yeah. yeah. Just, just make the be- tag, <laughs> Brett. Yeah, it became hilarious. That was pretty funny. That's yeah. great. It was, it was quite the oversell. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That was his Oscar moment. <laughs> okay, so now we get uh, Piper's Pit featuring Brother Love. Oh, hold on. We should have mentioned Demolition Powers of Pain was for the Tag Team Championships. Oh. Not that it matters. Uh, who gives a who fuck? Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was super excited about this Piper's Pit because this the end of this with him uh, uh, fire hosing Morton Downey Jr. Uh-huh. is a very famous clip. Like they show it in every Roddy Piper retrospective. Of like, course they do. Oh shit! But what they don't that tell you is, is that the there forty-minute was... preamble oh, with Brother God. Love talking to himself. Okay, so first we get Brother Love who comes out. They've got the pit set up. They say we're having Piper's pit. Now you got to remember, Roddy Piper has been gone for a long time because he's making. He left to make to... Hell Comes to Frog Town. <laughs> That's right. And they live. Not That's they right. Live, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So 
They announce it. The crowd's hot. They want to see Roddy Piper again. The curtain opens up, and it's Brother Love in his white suit jacket, red shirt, white tie, and a kilt. That's right. He's got the kilt. He's got the kilt on and red face paint, as usual. Oh, my God. Comes down to the ring, spins conservatively an hour and a half. Interviewing himself, himself. Interviewing himself. Doing a Piper impression. Which the Piper impression is really good, by the well, way. Well, here's the thing, though. is I think what happened is he did an impression of Roddy Piper backstage, yes. and they were like, that is fucking you hilarious. you do that on the show. Go down there and yes. do that. We'll make that part of the Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll just do it at the front. Yeah. You know how you'll do as a comedian, you'll like yeah, add yeah, bits. Yeah. We'll be like, yeah. we'll just do it at the front yeah, of the set. You'll, there, yeah. you'll do this fucking thing, and then it'll be so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... so what they don't do is say, uh, keep it fucking short, brother love. Right, right. Because <laughs> he goes in he there and does it for way, way too, too long. long. But then Roddy comes down and he's really fucking milking it. But oh my God. first they introduce Morton, Morton Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Well, if you're not familiar with Morton Downey Jr., he was sort of the precursor to, um, uh, ah, fuck, I forgot his name, the trash TV guy, fucking Jerry Springer. Yeah. Like, Morton Downey Jr. was the first, like, trash talk show. Right. Yeah, We're going to yeah. have on these hookers to fight with these transvestites. Right. And he's like, very aggressive. And, yeah. And smokes all the time. Yeah. And this was in 1989 when you could apparently still smoke indoors. Yeah. Because he's smoking it up. <laughs> and they have an ashtray on the in the ring, but it's <laughs> one of the big outdoor yeah. metal ashtrays that, you know, was in the 80s and 90s were blue. Yeah. And they've just taped little strips of plaid down the side. Yes, to make four it of them. Fit the theme. Yeah, even though there's big spaces of the yeah. blue still left, <laughs> yeah. showing that it's just an outdoor yeah. ashtray. It's just whatever they had left over when they like were making the ring. Did you notice, as Morton Downey Jr. is walking down the aisle smoking a cigarette, what Gorilla Monsoon says? I don't think I did. Quoting, always puffing on that weed, isn't he, Jeff? Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's a cigarette. Yeah. Obviously a cigarette. Yes. What in the fuck would make him say that? Does he think, I mean, because cigarettes are like, you know, it's a leaf, so it's like a weed, I, mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I feel always... like weed has always been a really popular term for marijuana. No, he knows what the fuck weed yeah. is. <laughs> but And you don't say puffing, you know what puffing I mean? On, like Puffing on that weed. Like yeah. You don't say puffing on a cigarette. Yeah. Because you don't puff a cigarette. No. You drag, You take a drag, you smoke a cigarette. Jesus Christ. Puffing, always puffing on that, that weed. weed. God damn it. Uh, that blew my motherfucking <laughs> mind. Because, of course, I immediately go, wait, is he smoking weed? Yeah. <laughs> I love weed. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Um, that, okay. Morton Downey Jr. comes out, starts being real homophobic. Yep, talking about. Well, he I was don't always wanna... homophobic yeah. and racist. Yeah, but and he's just yeah, real yeah, shitty. yeah. He's yeah. Uh, brother loves he's like, a real fucking asshole. Yeah, brother loves doing his whole "I love you" gimmick, and he's like, "I don't want to hear that from a dude in a dress." Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to hear that from a faggot." Basically, yeah, yeah he, essentially, like, yeah. Everything short of yeah happens in this. Yeah, like, Roddy, Roddy comes out the, and starts being real homophobic. I was going to say, too. top to bottom, this yeah. whole segment is super Very homophobic. Problematic. Very problematic. Um, yeah, Morton Downey Jr. comes out being real homophobic. It's also a real fire hazard. <laughs> it is. Uh, Piper shows up. Real Piper shows up. Comes down. Gets in Brother Love's face. Did you also notice the other in fucking sane thing that happens during this? Uh, the whole thing is insane. So you're gonna have to be more specific. I realize that. <laughs> but when we say the the insane thing, we're like, okay, some crazy shit happens. This is fucking bonkers. What? While Brother Love is interviewing Roddy Roddy Piper, Morton Downey Jr. takes off his shoes, 
Yes. Takes off his socks and throws his socks into the audience and then puts his shoes back on his bare feet. Why would you do that? You're going to get blisters. No explanation. Why would you do that? Do you think the audience wanted a keepsake and you thought the one keepsake you should give them is a sock? Listen, listen. From what I've seen, puffing on that weed makes you do crazy things. Look, I smoke weed pretty much from the time I get up in the morning till the time I go to bed at night. And I've never in my life just thought I need to throw my socks at someone because I can't have them on my fucking feet anymore. Number one, I have an emergency need to take my socks off situation. Number two, I want to give them a little something to remember me by. What the fuck? That's so gross and weird. And there is no like explanation. I, There's I, no reference to it. So I, it was just something he decided to do. I don't smoke weed. Never have. Uh-huh. And I also never have that compulsion. So yeah. I don't know. He had to have been on something completely different. Yeah. Well, he wasn't yeah. smoking weed. He was just smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. I think what he's high on is right wing conspiracy yeah. theories. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> With the socks, you guys. Oh, it's so God. weird. So, uh... Piper keeps ragging on the Scottish, too. He's yeah. like, what, are you cheap? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah. So Piper comes out, confronts Brother Love, uh, makes fun of his kilt and calls it a dress, even though it's the same exact fucking thing that he's wearing. Yeah, he's real He's real shitty about his. Yeah, and actually, you know what? Fucking Brother Love's is actually better, because that's an actual tartan, the plaid right. that he's wearing. Roddy Piper's is just a red stripe. It's just what Vince McMahon thought a kilt looked exactly. like. Exactly. Like, Brother Love has an actual kilt on, <laughs> but Piper's like, that's not a kilt. So I'm going to take it off and shame yeah. you in your red panties. Yeah, he's wearing real weird red underwear. He's basically wearing bloomers, yeah. which, uh, if you don't know, is what uh, cheerleaders wear under their skirts. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're not quite underwear because they're thicker, they so that cover you can't more. see. Yeah, yeah, so you can't see anything. Yeah. but they're they're basically the same cut as like a uh, a it's brief like a would be for men. Bottom kind. Of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's wearing those. He runs out. Uh, Piper starts talking to Morton Downey Jr. Uh, tells him to stop blowing smoke in his face tells several him times. times. Several times. There, I think he says, "I'm only going to tell you one more time." Six times. At least. Yeah. At like, least. I'm only going to tell you this one more time but I'm going to tell you a few more times <laughs> yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, he does it like right in his face. So he lifts up. There's three uh, plaid stools in the ring. He lifts up the middle one, and lo and behold, there's a fire extinguisher underneath. So he pulls it out. Well, and, at this point, he says, you know what? I changed my mind. Yeah, I Why would don't like you one go of ahead and light one of those suckers up yeah. for me? Yeah. So Morton Downey Jr. turns his back to Roddy Piper and starts very like cartoonishly lighting a cigarette Pulling out a cigarette yeah. making a big show of it yeah big movements the match yeah yeah and then uh Turns so basically around. we've had 30 minutes of this shitty sitcom pilot <laughs> just for rowdy piper to shoot him with a fire extinguisher 30 min- and you know wrestling to shoot him in the face with chemicals i would argue are probably more harmful than a cigarette yeah Wrestling has a very bad history of being very homophobic, very transphobic, all sorts of horrible shit. And it is all condensed perfectly into this 30-minute segment about how awful wrestling can be. Yep. Yeah. They're like, let's get three real shitty people. Yep. Well, Piper, I don't think, was bad as a person. No, no, he wasn't. He he seemed a little crazy, but I don't think he was a bad... And And Brother Love, Bruce Prichard, not a bad guy. His character was just awful. Yeah, yeah. Worst, worst. Ca- yeah. I hate, hate, yeah. hate, hate. But Morton Downey Jr. is a big piece of shit. Yeah, fuck Morton Downey yeah. Jr. <laughs> the uh, whole time he was on there, I was like, God, fuck this guy. Why is he here? Oh, because Donald Trump's like his best friend, probably. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, you're a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. We should hang, <laughs> Let's out. hang out. Let's hang out and fuck people over. I'm doing this thing. You can come be on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you planning on fucking anybody over later? The, the yep. list of celebrities that WWF has used over the years is an awful list. It's oh, yes. very bad. <laughs> like we started Some off of good them. with like Cindy Lauper. Well, there shit. were a few of Mr. them. T. Mr. There T. were a few of them that like uh, the, the one where he said like the the biggest movie star in the world was a lady who had done like three films and yeah. we've never heard from her again. <laughs> yeah. So like it's not always yeah. the the they're not really doing yeah. their due diligence. They kind of ended like Elvira was the last good one. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and Run DMC, but just not a good. They didn't have a good thing to do. So after this, we get a trailer for a movie. For the greatest movie ever made in the history of mankind. This is a movie called No Holds Barred. Also, probably my favorite episode of How Did This Get Made. Oh, yes. Fucking beautiful episode. Uh, With features Tom Lennon from Reno 911. Yes. Um, aside from Rocky Three, this is Hulk Hogan's um, leading yeah. role. This is yeah. his first he is lead the star. Yes. Well, interesting. <laughs> interesting side note before we get into this full thing, uh, they show there's a character in I forget his name in No Holds Barred, but he's played by Stan Hansen, Stan the Larry at Hansen, who we'll see. Uh, he, is he the redneck guy? Yes. Okay. With the bowl cut. Yeah. We're gonna see him in NWA and WCW pretty soon. But it's interesting that he was in this movie that WWE is promoting. He's the one that says, Tiny Wang. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. One rule. There are no rules. That guy. Yeah. He is, at this point, is completely ostracized from the WWF and the whole Northern Territory because he broke Bruno Sammartino's neck oh, a shit. few years prior to this. And Vince was like, fuck you. You're never wrestling here again. Get yeah. out. So he went to Japan and became one of the breakout, like, first, like, breakout white guys in Japan. Uh-huh. They still, like, his finisher, the Lariat, is still, like, the biggest finishing move in Japan because of him all these years later. So it's interesting that he's in this yeah. and WWF is promoting it. I just thought that was strange. No, that is weird. All right, yeah. let's, let's, let's listen to this. Let's take a look at a sneak preview of No Holes Barred. Are you looking for a little escape? <laughs> he explodes out of that limo. That's yeah. You don't see every day. Midget in a cage for some reason. New Never explained. Hogan. Rip. To the world. He's a hero. What to this man? He's history. Zeus. Stand back. Way back. Get ready for the battle no ropes can hold. <laughs> no ring. Oh, that folly work there. Yeah. Octagon no ring. This is where UFC got the idea, though. No holes barred. A lot of people don't know that. You gotta like, Kurt Fuller. You gotta like that Debo is in there. Yeah. Yeah, Kurt Fuller, Joan win. Severance. Yeah. What's and I'm I'm really looking forward to how terrible this is gonna be because they bring in Tom Tiny Lister to play Zeus mm-hmm. as an actual wrestler. Oh, for I a remember. While, and he is. Dog shit terrible. Because he wasn't a fucking he wrestler, wasn't. man. Not at all. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. After that, we get a uh, Donald Trump, quick Donald Trump interview where he thankfully doesn't say anything too crazy. Sean Mooney is shitting his pants <laughs> interviewing Donald Trump. Sean Mooney was more held together while having his face licked by the bushwhackers yeah. than talking to yeah. Donald Trump. Because he knows if he says something to upset Trump, he going to get killed. Yeah, right? Or he, yeah. like... 
it's insane. Like you fans go fucking listen to that part where yeah. Sean Mooney's interviewing Trump and listen to how many times he stumbles Stammers, over his words yeah. and is just like <laughs> I think I think right before it happened as he was walking to Trump Don Jr. tugged on his paint leg and just whispered, save me, into his ear. And so now he's just trying to hold it together. Help me, please. (laughs) He won't speak to me. I've never known love. (laughs) Just hold me. (laughs) Uh, Fuck you, Donald Trump. That's right. Uh, Then we get a uh, little flashback montage of the mega powers forming and then pre-exploding. Yep, and then a Hulk Hogan promo. Uh, Uh, Are we going to play a little bit of the Hogan? We're going to play the end of the Hulk Hogan. If you remember the last time they were at Front Plaza, he made this insane rant about flexing so hard that the fucking seas are going to explode. Everyone's going to grab onto his back and he's going to swim him to safety. And Donald Trump and all the good people are going to get saved. Uh And uh, he kind of does the same thing And now keep in mind while you're listening to this also uh, that this man uh, is, and I'm using air quotes here, (laughs) the best at this. Yes, yeah. Deep shot artist, you take whatever you can get as quick as you want. You were never in my corner. You were always on the outside Talking about waiting for me man. to make yeah. the first move. But just like Donald Trump, macho man, I hope you're ready, brother, because Donald Trump has questions in his own mind. He sent a whole team of seismologists out here to check the foundation of Because when the mega powers explode off the launching pad, brother, as we arrive over the whole Atlantic City, he was worried about the foundation. He was worried that the thousands of people in the arenas might become unseated and swallowed by the earth. Donald Trump, don't worry about my Hulkamaniacs. They're survivors. They're ready. But you, macho man, I don't care where you stand. I don't care what you believe in. All I want from you is your best. I want you to be ready. I want the macho madness to be at its peak. Because when Hulkamania rules, when Hulkamania lives forever, when Hulkamania puts you down on your knees, I want the whole world to realize that I beat you at your best. And at the end of WrestleMania I will be the World Wrestling Federation champion. And what you gonna do, Macho? And then he passes the fuck out. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen those videos where people just like really overdo it, and like screaming just, or whatever? Nah. <laughs> How great would it be at the end of the pro where he just fucking just keels over? <laughs> oh my god! I just, would love that. Uh, I I want a whole like hour of just him explaining. How he's going to destroy places just by being there. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Oh, and he has a, a real, a real grasp of architecture and like <laughs> seismologists. Yeah, <laughs> structure of things. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and take another very quick commercial break, and we'll be right back to wrap up WrestleMania oh, Five, brother. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hello there, everybody. I am here to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Thompson Cigar Company. Whether you're new to the hobby of cigars or a longtime aficionado, Thompson Cigar Company has a solution to all your smoke needs. Since the day they were founded in 1915, making them the oldest mail-order cigar company in the country, which is pretty freaking awesome, they've always been devoted to delivering a massive selection of products covering all price ranges and tastes at a fraction of what a comparable brand would cost. To ensure that your cigars are always fresh and full of flavor, Thompson Cigar Company operates out of the largest inventory humidor in the United States. They also have 200 trained professionals on hand and ready to provide personalized customer service and can answer any question you could ever have about cigars. 
Plus, there's a bonus. Because you listen to our podcast here at Channel 4.5, we have an exclusive offer that will save you money. Click a link in the description of our show and receive one of three offers. Purchase any cigar in their special cigar collection and your entire order ships free. Or receive free shipping on any orders $99 and above. Or, third or, save up to 73% when you purchase a five-pack Fever Cigars. Shop Thompson Cigar and save money and support our shows. All right, let's get back into it. Match number nine, Jake Roberts versus Andre the Giant. With special guest referee Cam Porter. Oh, my God. Yeah, Big John Stud. <laughs> yeah, A.K.A. Like Cam Big Porter's John. dad. <laughs> I do look a lot like Big John Stud. I'm not gonna, not even going to refute that. Not a, not a bad one to look like. No, nah, he's fine. Nah, he's cool. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's a fine match. Uh, around the midpoint, uh, Ted DiBiase comes out and steals Damien. It was during this that I wrote, like, Andre never got a cool entrance music. He never did. That sucks. No. Nah. That's, he could have had some cool... This match actually made me legitimately sad. Yeah. Because, like, watching Andre labor his way through this match, just it's just painful knowing, like, the amount of pain you know yeah. that man is going yeah. through and the amount of pain he went through, especially towards the end. Yeah. Like, at it one just, point... It made me so sad because yeah, he looked so tired. At one point... Uh, Jake hits him on the ropes and he does the fall and he does the whole wrapped in the ropes bit. Uh-huh. But you see like he's got to pull him up and it's just so slow and labored and you can tell he just wants to lay down. Yeah. He just wants to go to sleep. And oh, it's yeah. It's very sad. It really is. It's crazy too because he was on offense the whole time. Like yeah. he wasn't even selling in that match except oh, in real yeah. life selling. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, can, you just can't hide that pain. Uh, at one point, uh, Gorilla and <laughs> Jesse Ventura are talking about how bad Damien, quote, wants out of that bag. Well, that no bag shit. Is, yeah. No shit yeah. he wants out of the bag. He doesn't want to be in he a fucking be bag. Anywhere. Guess, yeah. guess who doesn't like being in bags? Everyone. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Every being. <laughs> no, none of them are ever like, man, I fucking really dig being in this bag. You know I mean, what? there are certain creatures who like dark areas. Like, There is one animal. That likes being in a bag. We had, growing up, we had a sugar glider. What the Those fuck? Those little, yeah, yeah. little, like, yeah. And they like... Being in a little bag that you keep like in your pocket, so they can hear your heartbeat Whoa. when they're little babies. They like being in that bag and just being. Well, close. That's, I, I get that. That's like being in a womb. Yeah, you know? it's I like, feel like yeah. I like a like kangaroo. That. Or yeah, something I like, like that. that. I'd like to be in your pocket. Kid. Okay, well, let's just say <laughs> that ninety percent of God's creatures. Okay. Oh, don't really want to be shoved into a bag. Right, that's or fair. we could focus on the sugar gliders. Yeah. We could. And what they want. Welcome to the sugar cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sugar gliders. Sugar gliders. What do they want besides sugary treats? Mm. <laughs> I, might, I might be a sugar glider. You, <laughs> you could be. Could Just be. from hearing all of this. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah. me. That really fits your MO. <laughs> yeah. It would be kind of weird if like a sugar glider would not touch sugar. Yeah, <laughs> like you could just put a, a sugar cube in front of it, and it's like, no, thank you. I like we had I it. I don't like sweet things. We had it, and it was cool. And I like played, but one night I remember I was laying in bed, and my dog was next to me, and I was like, I don't remember how old I was, like fourteen or so, and uh, I wake up and I just feel this like pain on my leg, and I throw the blanket off, and the thing had gotten out of its cage, made its way down the hall under my door, and was just climbing up my leg. And I was like, Gah! it scared the shit out of me at first, but then he was like, hey, buddy. And I was like, yeah, oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, and I just, you know, try, they're like, they're real be, chill. So I'm I just, trying to be your friend. Yeah. So I just put him back in his cage. But man, that gave me, like, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Any yeah. creature crawling on your exactly. leg when you're, when you're not dead ready for sleep? it. Yeah. yeah. 
Fuck. No, right. thank you. Next yeah. time I have to submit a comedy bio, I might just use the sugar glider sugar. bio. <laughs> just yeah. copy and paste Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. about sugar gliders. <laughs> Where the fuck is this from? Commonly found in the rainforest region, Evan <laughs> Hughes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's better than my current bio. Yeah. <laughs> so Ted DiBiase tries to kidnap Ted DiBiase the snake. comes out, tries to take Damien. Uh, as he's doing that, uh, Andre starts choking out Big John Stud. Mm-hmm. Gets DQ'd. Gets DQ'd. DiBiase gets Damien, comes back in, scares Andre away, and then leaves holding Damien up high. Boo. Boo. Yeah. match. Now uh, match number 10. Match number 10. This is the Hart Foundation versus Gregory Valentine and Honky Tonk Man. Um, uh, early in the match, uh, Brett and Jim Neidhart do the uh, the teammate slingshot in yeah. shoulder, and I was like, that was pretty cool. That was good. Because Neidhart's another one of the guys who's uh, surprisingly agile for his size. Real quick, before this, we get another Sean Mooney in the audience, and he's with a guy who looks exactly like John Oates from Hall & Oates. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah. There are several... I feel like there was a lot of oats back then. Though. There was, yeah. There were a lot of guys yeah. that looked like oats. And then we had a now sensational Sherry promo. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy's, yeah. Uh, Jimmy's megaphone is really cutting through the audio on this one. Like, yeah. I heard everything he said yeah. during this one. And he keeps calling Honky Tonk Man just... Honk. Honky. Oh, honky. Yeah. Honky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made me like uh, uncomfortable, but it also made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Uh, because I feel like that's one thing that we can still laugh at is um, racial slurs about white people. Yeah, if you've oh. watched uh, <laughs> Tom Segura's, Tom new, Segura's special. new special, he talks about that. It's very You can say honky, honky cracker, cracker, all anything. day long. Yeah, It's true. Uh, Heart Foundation wins this one. Oh, they brought up Pat Patterson during this. That's right, yeah. And I was like, ooh, old Pat Patty, <laughs> pat him on the penis Patterson. Oh, poor Pat. <laughs> pat liked to pat, pat him on the peeny, if you don't know. Yeah. Uh, he there's, uh, there's he was a... Some... Uh, uh, Pedophile. There was some bad blood there between him and Rowdy Roddy. Oh, because, yeah. Uh, Rowdy I've Roddy, heard an interview yeah, about Yeah, he, uh, he... Didn't like him. No, he did something to him. And mm-hmm. he, uh, ooh, he did something to a lot of the ring boys. Yeah, yeah. From what I understand. Yeah, Pat Patterson. For one of the first openly gay wrestlers, which is good on him, but also... Yeah, fucking, I don't give a fuck if you're yeah, gay, no, but if you're a but, pedophile... Yeah, he's a fu- yeah he, would, he would get... You know, he'd offer to train young wannabe boys, and he'd Mm-mm. fucking... Ugh. Yeah, no. not good. Mm-mm. Yeah. Where'd they go on? Donahue? Uh, I don't remember something back Vince then. Vince McMahon had to go on there and yeah. like defend him. Yeah, because they're all buds. <clears throat> or pretend like he didn't know. He had to do the paterno. Yeah. Be like, but I yeah. don't know what was happening. Because I think it comes out a little bit later because in the like the Attitude Era. It was early 90s. Yeah, because in the Attitude Era, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe were Vince's like, lackeys. And yeah. They had like, a whole new resurgence in their careers. Uh, but yeah. Which they did not deserve. No, well, not at all. Briscoe probably did. Briscoe was fine. Yeah, Nothing Patterson, not him. so Patterson. much. No. They no. kept him around because he was the first intercontinental champ, and like right. it's a. But he's also a fucking toddler tickler. Uh, so yeah, so this match ends with uh, one of the old good guys cheating. Yeah, uh, the good guys using the megaphone. Yeah. against the bad guys. Yeah, Heart Foundation wins. Uh, we get next match, uh, match number eleven, Rick intercontinental Rude. championship. Intercontinental Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior. Uh, surprisingly, Rick Rude wins this. I didn't see that coming. I actually uh, didn't either. Yeah, he but he wins by cheating. Bobby Heenan holds down. Well, okay, so so uh, Ultimate Warrior is about to suplex Rick Rude. Ultimate Warrior wearing galoshes, it looks like, <laughs> yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> he's, he's about to suplex Rick Rude. Bobby Heenan comes in, grabs Warrior's legs, and I think this finish was supposed to be that as Warrior is coming down, Rude sort of crossbodies across him. Uh-huh. But instead, he just goes straight down and lands right on his fucking head. Yeah. Like, bad. Like, spiked him right on his head. And then he covers him, and Heenan holds down Warrior's legs, and he wins. And I yeah. loved seeing, like, the women in the crowd that liked 
rude. Yeah. And there was one that looked Every like time. maybe a plant because she looked like a model. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, oh, there was a point where Heenan is like digging into his pockets. Yes. Like digging real deep in there. Yeah. And all I could think of was that scene in the office where uh, Andy has the wedding ring in his pocket. Oh, my God. And his girlfriend says, what are you doing? He goes, nothing, just flicking a bug off my wiener. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to dig it out. It's like every time I see someone digging in their pockets too long, I just think, nothing, just flicking like a, a bug, bug off my, my wiener. wiener. Which, yeah, there's a bug on your wiener. Yeah. Maybe do something more yeah, than flick it. Yeah, don't, don't don't flick your wiener. Is basically bug, what I'm getting. How at. did a bug get in your pants and <laughs> yeah. on your wiener? Yeah. Plus, you're gonna physically assault your dick. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> no, you gotta be careful down there, right, uh, Evan? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we shouldn't try to go- get Evan to talk more. <laughs> we we should we shouldn't be going backwards at this point. But Greg Valentine, the Hunky Tonk Man, that team made me sad because I liked Hunky Tonk and I hated oh, seeing you- a guy oh. that I like end up in the twilight years. Of his career at a company in a bad tag team. It's like, you know, seeing DiBiase. Oh, my God. With I, IRS. I, I, I like that. I like Greg Valentine I, way yeah. more than Honky I don't, Tonk. I man. fucking hate Honky Tonk, but I love Greg Valentine. Oh, I love, I love Honky Tonk. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's so awful. You know what? I will, I will, I will, to, to, to his credit, like back in the day, he was a pretty good wrestler. He's good in ring. Yeah, but he's just such a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going strictly by his character okay. when I was growing yeah, up. No, and that, yeah, I get that. Oh, so hateable. Yeah. So hateable. he's a good heel. He's a good heel. He is a good heel. Yeah. That's why I hate him so yeah. much. <laughs> uh, Warrior beats up Bobby Heenan. Then we move on to our next match. Match number 12, Bad News Brown versus Hacksaw Jimmy D. Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the two by four. I wonder if there was ever a time where Hacksaw Jim Duggan is about to come down in the ring and he's looking for his two by four <laughs> and he's going, God fucking damn it. Why did I ever decide to bring that fucking piece <laughs> of wood? Down to the ring. Now I gotta lug a fucking piece of lumber down to the ring with me every time I go. I would love if he like got to the arena a little early and set his stuff down, had his two by four, but like set it by like the like the ring that they're building, and some like worker just picks it up and like drills it into a wall or something, <laughs> thinking it's like a bracer board. Where's my good luck two by four? <laughs> yeah. It's got three notches in it, about six inches from There's the bottom. There's just some fucking contractor sweating in the background. He's like, oh, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I don't know. And then he just runs away like a child. <laughs> it had to be better than Jake with the snake, though. Yeah. And lugging that snake around. Well, especially because he ended up killing one of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I doubt that only one. <laughs> yeah, only one he got busted for. Exactly. Only one yeah. he told the company. Yeah, about. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like the idea that somewhere in some arena there's a two by four with a little american flag taped to it that's drilled into a wall yeah <laughs> we'll find it one day yeah. uh again we get duggan cussing at the referees yeah. yelling get off my ass <laughs> yeah which is just weird for the all-american face yeah to be screaming at the referee yeah curse words uh this match ends in a double dq bad news because Browns, chair, chair plus two by four equals double dq yeah they hit each other blah 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 they both lose who gives a shit yep then we get a red rooster promo <sighs> Where uh, Red Rooster is 100% trying to make rooster moves yeah. with his head. Cocking his head. Yeah, doing, doing the rooster head bob. He's got this sh- weird little mid mohawk that's yeah. At one red. point he mentions how he's going to take out all of his frustrations on Bobby Heenan. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's probably got a lot of frustrations due to that <laughs> shitty character yeah. that he yeah. has to play. Uh, which leads us into our t- uh, 13th match, the semi-main event somehow. Yep, a Red 31-second match. 31-second Red Rooster versus Bobby Heenan. I wrote during the, I wrote in the intro for this, no fucking music for Andre the Giant, but Red Rooster gets, gets his, music? Yeah. 
So Fuck that noise. The entirety of this match, the match starts. Heenan runs at Red Rooster. Red Rooster oh, moves out of the Heenan way. Heenan comes down uh, with Brooklyn Brawler, That's by the right, way. That's right, with Brooklyn Brawler. Whose um, jeans today would be $500 <laughs> easy. <laughs> I don't get He's got the ripped up jeans, the ripped up shirt, and then he's wearing like a captain's hat. Like a like a, a leather. Like a sailor. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, that, that part I never got. Heenan runs at Rooster. Rooster moves out of the way. Heenan hits the turnbuckle. Rooster pins him. That's the end. Yep. Woof. Uh, then we get a Miss Elizabeth promo. Her pauses in there uh, were so long. It's like she's doing a bad William Shatner impression. Well, it, uh, what I thought it was because the, the pauses were after each phrase that yeah. she said. So she would say like a sentence or two and then really long pause. And then she'd start saying something else. And what I thought was happening was like she said something and, and then was done. And then they're like, you got to say more. Like You got to say more. And then she said one more thing. And then they're like. No, fucking keep talking. And she's like, "No, I don't want to be here. This is <laughs> this is against my will. I'm being held against my will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a hostage." Uh, which Elizabeth, I am completely convinced, yeah. was never there no. uh, of her own volition. No. I think she just probably memorized it like by phrase. And she then just like she's memorized like thinking each of phrase. It. Yeah, and then she has a, okay. I said you that have to one. picture that page in your then, brain. Oh, and then I'm gonna root for both sides. And then, uh, uh, and then I'm gonna call the police if yeah. shit goes wrong. Uh, please help me. <laughs> I'm so scared. Oh god. And finally, the main event: Macho Man versus Hot Dog Hogan. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll say something about this match for Hulk Hogan. Probably the best Hogan match I've ever seen. It's one of it's a good one in the states at least. He has some great matches in Japan. Yeah, but this one in the states, best one. Um, on the way to the ring, Macho Man steals and destroys a fan's phone finger. (laughs) Yes. At which point, half of it gets thrown into the air. Then a security guard picks it up and gives it to (laughs) Don Junior, the richest kid in the building. Just got a free (laughs) phone finger. Meanwhile, all I can picture is that kid crying his fucking face off. Yeah. Because his Hulk Hogan foam finger was just stolen and destroyed. Yeah. And now Richie Rich is sitting over there with the remnants of it because his fucking dad won't buy him one. And those had to be like $20, you know, something like that. And that little kid? Bernie Sanders. Oh. <laughs> you mean that full-grown adult yes, in yes. 1989? That 40-year-old like, man. Like that, that guy who was probably in his 50s in yeah, 1989? yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god. That, that would just be great if that was the basis man. for like Bernie's like socialism and like wanting to take out Trump is just cuz he stole his phone. It, it would have had to have been way earlier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh that's great. <laughs> uh, I I found myself like I couldn't stop thinking about that poor kid. And I'm like I fucking sad. hope someone from event staff was like Here you go. We go get this kid a finger yeah. like a foam finger. Will you go get this kid another foam <laughs> finger from the gift shop? Will you shop? go finger this kid? No. <laughs> nope. I won't. I have a feeling like at some point Don Don Sr. probably like grabbed the foam finger from Don Jr. and looked over at the kid and was like, hey, I'm like waving it in the air. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I didn't pay for in. this either. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Fucking peasant. <laughs> Oh, God damn so that's it. That's the kind of piece of shit Trump is. Uh, at one point, Jesse Ventura is just straight up advocating for violence yes, against Elizabeth. Yes, saying, saying, kick her out of there. Just well, no, he, sa- he says uh, with all the stuff she's pulled lately, a punch in the face might do yeah. her some good. Jesus Christ. That's literally what he said. Yeah. Uh, Mach gets real abusive with her. Yep. Starts kind of chasing her around the ring, like he's looking like he's about to Physically hit her. pushing her yeah. around. Which, knowing how she died. Yeah, it made sad. me very uncomfortable. That was very Lu- Luger killed her. Though. Right, but still, like, it's, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, also, I just wanted to talk briefly about the concept of open versus closed fists uh-huh. when punching someone. So they're, you know, they're always saying that's a closed fist. He's not supposed to hit him with a closed fist. What's an open fist? Isn't okay. that slapping someone? Essentially, it's it's kind of like a curved knuckle. Uh huh. You can't just a full fist. You kind of curve the knuckle. That's an open fist. Why would you ever hit somebody like that? Well, okay. And here's the thing. Here's here's a bit of insider wrestling knowledge. The real uh, the reason that wrestlers never hit with a closed fist is because. That's the easiest thing to prove that it's fake. Because in real life, if you hit somebody with a closed fist, you can knock them out. I was going to say, they'll go to sleep. But if you have two big guys in the ring and they're throwing closed fists, you're going to realize, oh, they're not really hitting each other. That's fake as shit. So they have to have these rules about closed fist and chops and shit. That way, it doesn't seem as fake as it really is. Oh, I get that, that it's to, to sort of... But I mean, like, it's one of those other, it's another one of those wrestling things where I'm like, the concept of it, logistically, it's like, you're not doing any damage hitting somebody like that. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where, to me, the idea of it, like, saying it that much seemed counterproductive. Yeah, no, that's true. true. Like, you're kind of fucking up the kayfabe by being (laughs) like, don't hit him with the thing that would hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it felt like they were like, ah, be nicer to that guy. It's just one of those, like, wrestling rules that dates back a long ways. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. Um, I genuinely missed Hogan blading himself this time. Yeah. Either it was it off camera good. or it was genuinely yeah. an accident. Yeah. Um, Savage wrestling his dick off in this match. So fucking good. Like, Savage. I mean, Hogan was and good, that's why, but. Like, this match made Hogan look so good because Savage was mm-hmm. so fucking good. Uh, Ventura can't say the word roots. No. Uh, he says roots, and roots. It, it's one of those things that has always bothered roots. me when people say it that way. That, and that's a lot of people around here say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And roots. they say roof. How do you say it, Evan? Well, roots. Okay, roots. Yeah, yeah. because it's two O's together, yeah. and that's what that sound it's makes. Not a U in the English roots. language. Yeah. <laughs> All our Oklahoma fans are like, "Hey, fuck you, man! <laughs> fuck you! It's roots. It's I say roof. roots where the fuck I want to. That's fine. It sasmatagilistus." <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this is the part where I wrote, I wonder if Hogan has ever hulked out so hard he passed out. Because <laughs> uh, it was during the part where he does this thing yeah. where he's like, <gasps> you know, in the middle of the ring. I'm like, I wonder if he's ever done that so hard he passed just, out. Nah. It'd be so uh, great. Yeah, I just wrote down, like, Savage has the most beautiful elbow drop in the world. Mm-hmm. It's and, so good. And, and Hogan's finish completely is no-sells it. so predictable and so dumb. He Every can... time, three punches. Well, it's the Hulk the out. The Hulk up. Then they hit block him. a pot. Uh, yep. The no finger. That's right. No, Shake no, no. a no. Then you block three a punches. punch. Yeah. You punch them three times. Then into the ropes. Big foot. Then if they don't land in the right place, pick them up. Body slam them. Then off the ropes, leg yeah, drop. But, but if big you boot big boot them, yeah. And yeah. if they land correctly, then you just leg drop them and it's over. Yeah. Hogan completely no sells. Kicks out at one. Yeah. Of Macha's elbow drop. Hulks up. Big boot leg drop. Then, Hulk wins the belt. Then 15 minutes of Hogan uh, fucking I was gonna say, in the ring. Let the hot dogging commence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just dogging it up, hot dogging it as hard as he yeah. possibly can, going, I got the belt back, and I'm going to have it for another year. Jesus Christ. Until. Poor Mach, man. I know, man. Like, there's a lot of people. But he did have it for a solid year. He did. Given that, they gave it to him for a year, which with Hulk Hogan being Hulk Hogan at the time. Yeah. Well, he was filming that movie. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. only happened because he was in Hollywood exactly. for a lot of the time. Yeah. However, um, with Hulk Hogan being Hulk Hogan, the fact that he met, wrestled several matches with Macho yeah. Man while he had the belt, uh, that probably was a fight yeah. for him yeah. to not have the belt for that Well, long. and you know, like, 
we're going to get into it soon. Whenever Ted Turner buys WCW and starts bringing in all of WWF's top talent, the Monday Night Wars and shit. Like, there's a lot of people that are like, ah, oh, fuck him. He just went for the money. Hogan just went for the money. Fucking Kevin Nash just went for the money. But Mach, like, I fucking get it with Mach. Like, he was getting buried hardcore. And he was like, fuck this. Because at that point, Vince Mach was, was just getting him, treated like He was shit. having him on commentary. Vince wouldn't even mm. let him wrestle. Yeah, he was, he was like, doing Monday, wanna... night, Monday yeah. night Raw. Yeah. So, he's, so I totally get Vince <laughs> jumping ship. You mean Macho? Yeah, yeah, Mach jumping ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mostly because Vince McMahon. If Vince, shit. if Vince jumped ship, that would be Vince huge. Vince is like, I'm leaving. I'm going to WCW. <laughs> Done with this shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Evan, anything to plug coming um, up, man? Uh, you know, I'm doing the show at Mainline. When is this going to be released? Uh, this will be well, next God, week. No, no, a week from Friday. Yeah. I want to say the mainline show is Wednesday next week. It is. Yeah. So. So. Mm-hmm. So that. Me. So go that to the went past. Great. Go to the past. Watch it. <laughs> that great went great. Show. Uh, <laughs> just go to uh, go to facebook.com slash Evan Hughes. Yeah. Right. Find all of Evan's dates, deets, and all that stuff where you can see him. Um, you can also hop on over to Opinions Like A Holes and listen to Evan's episode. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, one of our very first guests. Uh, and now that we've reached uh, episode like sixty five, wow! Um, yeah, we're we're starting to have nice. have some of our favorites back, so we're wow. gonna have to have you come back. Oh yeah, um, it was it, we, we've been very blessed to not have to repeat guests. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now we're getting to the point where we are uh, having our favorites back uh, for our own enjoyment. Yeah, uh, which is it's great. Fun. And uh, also go to uh, the voice. Dot com and vote for Opinions Like A-Holes as your favorite podcast. Yeah. Because uh, we got nominated. Yeah. 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 We got yeah. nominated. Where, where are you going to put the award in here? Well, you know, I think I'll put it right next to my greatest dad in the universe. <laughs> world. Uh, right next to your EGOT. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, shine it up shinier than Hogan before that match. Oh, Bet God. your butt. <laughs> It'll go right between that and my dundies. <laughs> uh, next up, Great, Great American, American Bash. Bash. 89. Yep. And then following that will be WWF Summer of Slam. Summer of Slam, nineteen ninety. <laughs> so come back to the past with us. Yes. That's right. Yes. As we uh, we fill out the rest of nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. And uh, Evan, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks yeah, for being on, man. Bet. Great job. Yep. Uh, I hope we didn't ruin this <laughs> this uh, pay per view for you forever. Oh no, I think the pay per view is already ruined All right, for good, me. Good. Does its own work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time, brother. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Channel 4 and a half.